Hello, I'm Jahan Colbreth, and welcome to Chia's podcast series on accreditation from the perspective of creditors. In this series, members of the Chia Accreditation Advisory Committee will discuss issues of importance to accrediting organizations and accredited colleges and universities. These presentations are in their own words and reflect the accreditors' views. And now, Bernard Freishman, Executive Vice President of the Association of Advanced Rabbinical and Talmudic Schools Accreditation Commission, Arts. Hello, everyone. My name is Bernard Frischman, and I serve as Administrative Head of the Accreditation Commission of the Association of Advanced Rabbinical and Talmudic Schools. I have done so since 1973. I mention this because my having been part of the accreditation world for so long has given me a perspective which I believe is relevant to my comments. We sometimes forget that accreditation is far older than the Department of Education and came into being as a means of ensuring educational quality. Accreditation is a voluntary process, and CHIA, the Association of, Advent of, of Independent Accreditors, is similarly an expression of the desire of educators and educational institutions to voluntarily ensure quality. This is why CHIA recognition is so important to my association and to all the other members of CHIA. This is why we engage in the recognition process, and this is the focus of my talk. Everyone understands that CHIA recognition is the culmination of a process that is framed by CHIA standards. But hopefully everyone particularly CHIA staff and members of the Committee on Recognition, understands that in an organization with so diverse a membership as CHIA, these standards must serve as guides rather than rigid barriers. Standard 10C, for example, speaks of performance expectations consistent with institution or program mission. Sometimes, performance expectations are relatively easy to define. A medical practitioner can or cannot take blood, and a mathematician can or cannot solve a differential equation. But such precise performance expectations are only steps towards the totality of what we understand to be a post-secondary education. The mission of a college or university is also not easily described, and one surmises that mission and accomplishments will be far more than the sum of the individual performance expectations. Learning in all fields is an analog activity, as noted, rather than a collection of discrete performance expectations. Addressing this performance expectation standard, then, can involve an extensive narrative, sometimes accompanied by a discussion of a field's philosophy and scholarship characteristics. Similarly, Standard 12H requires adequate financial staff and operational resources. 
But we all realize that because of differences in size, focus, complexity, and geographical distribution, there is no way to define adequate in a manner which fits everyone. In a word, there will always be standards which are not relevant for all agencies, and we should not have to tie ourselves into knots trying to fit standards written for the entire world of accreditation. Earlier, I spoke of standards as guides, not barriers. I should extend this. Sometimes CHIA standards are to be taken as topics of conversation rather than just as guides. In this vein, I would recommend to CHIA that accreditors should always be invited to demonstrate compliance in their own way rather than trying to do so in the manner suggested by CHIA. Speaking for myself, I have always found it necessary to have a conversation with CHIA staff and subsequently COR members regarding standards where there is a poor fit. I've always found CHIA professionals to be just that, professionals. Addressing standards where there is a poor fit requires interaction with scholars and colleagues rather than regulators. And I'm happy to say that such interactions have always proven to be productive. So much for the need for flexibility and wisdom in the application of standards. There also has to be care and understanding in the way we define and establish quality. Quality in post-secondary education describes success in teaching, learning, and in the creation of knowledge or research. Because of the importance of accreditation and recognition, there is a temptation to use accreditation as a lever. Characteristics and activities can be attached to the, to the definition of quality, which really have nothing to do with the actual quality of an accrediting agency. Let me cite two examples. Some want to insist that a quality agency must be innovative. That sounds just right, but in reality, a practice or policy that is innovative might be harmful to both students and faculty. Innovation can sometimes just mean change. And while change can be refreshing, it does not mean that it is effective or wise. Another word of art is improvement. Presumably, everyone is in favor of improvement, even while there have been few, if any, improvements in teaching or learning in colleges and universities in the 50 or so years I have been involved in accreditation. So by all means, we should be encouraging a culture of improvement, but that's very different from expecting improvement or insisting on data gathering, which is supposed to lead to conclusions that we are told will produce improvement. It just hasn't happened yet. So both innovation and improvement may be desirable, but their absence doesn't signify a lack of quality in their accreditation or in education in general. The lesson here is that we should all be wary of efforts to use the recognition process to redefine the attributes and characteristics of quality. And the final word to the wise, accreditation should never be used as a lever. 
because we never know who will control the lever next. My thanks to Chia for the opportunity to be heard and to all of you who took the time to listen. Thank you for this thoughtful presentation. And we thank the members of the Chia Accreditation Advisory Committee for their participation in the podcast series and their support for Chia. Look for another in Chia podcast series soon. These podcasts are another way Chia informs members and the accreditation community.